Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. John Cobell Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, it's John Cobell Show on demand on the iHeart app. And uh, you'll be able to listen to what you missed. Hello, Deborah. Hello, John. First thing to get to, we, we have many things today that are going to be really compelling uh, the first one, I've been waiting to talk about this all day. Now, your kids, my kids, are a little older, right? Yes. And they missed uh, a good chunk of the social media revolution. Yes. Uh, and that's one of the things I think about from time to time, like all day today, that I am so glad they were born a little too early to have their lives ruined by social media. And finally, the uh, U.S. Senate, uh, hauled in all these sociopathic a-holes that run all these social media companies. They have gotten away with this now for 20 years because they bribed the hell out of all the senators and congressmen from both parties. I heard it referred to as the power of the lobbyists. When you hear that, the, the cover story is Mr. Lobbyist comes in 
and he's in a very expensive suit, and he has an expensive haircut, and he takes uh, senators and congressmen to expensive restaurants, and they buy expensive booze. And all that is true. But that's not why the senators and the congressmen sell their vote. They sell their vote because they get cash in the form of campaign contributions. I mean, if you're in Los Angeles, you get it in the form of campaign contributions, cash, gambling trips, and hookers. But in Washington, it's more about cash to the campaigns, I think. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, here in L.A. City, I know it's gambling chips and hookers. That's been established. What the uh, uh, method of payment is in Washington is more murky. But all, out of all the weasels that run these social media companies, the biggest weird, I mean, this guy is a complete weirdo to me. I didn't like him from the first day I saw his face, Mark Zuckerberg. The company used to be called Facebook. He changed it to Meta. Yeah, he changed it to Meta about the time there was a massive leak of documents that showed that Zuckerberg and the rest of the sociopaths at Facebook knew all the harm that was being done to uh, children uh, and, and teenagers, especially teenage girls on Facebook and Instagram. And when all, the, all those documents were leaked, suddenly Facebook became meta. And he blew $36 billion on the metaverse. I, 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 I know people worship him as a genius. I think he's, he's a creepy weirdo. And I, you, you have to remember how, why he started Facebook. It was so that uh, guys in the dorms could rate the looks of college girls. That was the purpose. And people have now been accessing Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Discord, and every creepy guy on the planet has been coming on to children, young girls, young boys, selling them fentanyl, convincing them to send naked pictures of themselves or naked videos, which they then use to extort money from the kids. Uh, they have, it's led to sexual abuse, kidnappings. Let me read to you uh, Dick Durbin. He's an Illinois senator. Not too many things out of his mouth I've ever agreed with, but what, he's, what he said today is right on. And then I'm going to play you some clips because the senators from both parties just beat the stuffing out of Zuckerberg. And they should. They had parents there in the hearing room who lost their kids. Kids who, you know, who, who, who were killed. I mean, I heard one mother talk about her uh, son dying from a fentanyl poisoning. And all these guys could have stopped it. And I don't believe them when they say they couldn't, because if you remember during COVID, God forbid somebody would post a statement questioning the vaccine or questioning the origin of the COVID virus. Boom. You could get your uh, you could get your account canceled real fast. I know people who've had that happen to them. So if you were doing the government's bidding, which they were at the time, remember, um, they had all these mechanisms to shut you down. But if you're if you're selling fentanyl or you're grooming children to lead them into a sexually abusive situation, I, you know, I, I just don't know if we've got the capabilities yet. 
It's so it's just so galling. Anyway, what was I talking? Dick Durbin, senator from Illinois. He said Discord has been used to groom, abduct, and abuse children. Meta's Instagram helped connect and promote a network of pedophiles. Snapchat's disappearing messages have been co-opted by criminals who financially sextort, sextort young victims. And Snapchat, yeah, the evidence disappears because the whole beauty of it was you send a message and then, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds later, it evaporates. So what do you think every weirdo pedophile did with that technology? Here is... Uh, it's hard to choose which one I want here. Maybe I'll play all of them. But let's, let's see, what time do we have here? Let's start with Ted Cruz, the Texas senator, going after Zuckerberg. Cut two. As a team that works to prevent the abuse and exploitation of children online. But what was particularly concerning about the Wall Street Journal expose was the degree to which Instagram's own algorithm was promoting the discoverability of victims for pedophiles seeking child abuse material. In other words, this material wasn't just living on the dark corners of Instagram. Instagram was helping pedophiles find it by promoting graphic hashtags, including hashtag ped whore and hashtag preteen sex to potential buyers. Instagram also displayed the following warning screen to individuals who were searching for child abuse material. The, these results may contain images of child sexual abuse. And then you gave users two choices. Get resources or see results anyway. Stop. Stop here. Can you imagine that? What do you what do you call a guy who promotes pedophilia sex? That would be a pimp, right? If you had a guy out in the street who was trafficking uh, young immigrant girls to get them uh, sex partners, you'd say, oh, that guy's a pimp. That's that's uh, that's a felony. He should be in prison for 20 years, right? Do you know how many decisions had to be made within Facebook by weirdo Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg and the weirdo engineers to create that particular template? It, it has to. First of all, they have to have a program there that identifies the sexual content. Then they have to create the software to give you the warning on screen. Then somebody had to drop a document saying, okay, how are we going to deal with this? Well, let's give them a choice. And you could hear them talking in the meeting. You know, this is about freedom, right? The internet's supposed to be unregulated. We have special protections. And it's true. These, these, these internet companies back in 1996 got a bill passed where uh, they're considered only a carrier of, of information. Uh, not, they, they're not responsible for the content of the information. Kind of like a phone company, right? If I call somebody up and start saying dirty things late at night, it's not the phone company's fault. It's my responsibility, right? They took this the same way. It's like, oh, we're just carrying these uh, these uh, perverted sexual messages about children and all these all these child porn uh, videos. So they used it as a shield. So they had to have, they had to have their little meeting and decide, okay, well, uh, we'll put up the warning, and then uh, this will give us a, a legal escape, and then we'll give the user the choice. You want to continue and see the, uh, the the dirty pictures 
the dirty child porn pictures, or would you like to get resources? Resources. Resources. We'll play you more when we come back. Uh, we got clips of Cruz, Josh Hawley, Lindsey Graham. But both both parties just, just beat, beat them bloody. I mean, he, he and the rest of them ought to be in prison. They ought to be in some kind of sex prison in Argentina. There was any justice in the world. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Mark Zuckerberg and the rest of those uh, psychopathic creeps who run these uh, social media services really got their uh, asses whipped today by the Senate. Uh, Republicans and Democrats who are going to start. I think they finally grew a pair and they're going to start passing laws. You have to remember at the base of this is is. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, the, the whole mess, right? They devised a formula to make you addicted. A few years back, there was a piece on 60 Minutes. In fact, we interviewed the guy, too, here. And he was an engineer uh, with, uh, I think it was Facebook, um, lived actually in the L.A. area. And he left, and he, he, he spilled the secrets. And he said what it was. They figured out how to hack into people's brains so you'd be constantly looking at your screen, refreshing, refreshing. And what they did was the whole purpose of these apps is to make you keep looking, make you keep looking. And so what they did is they concocted a system where, let's say, you post a message. Facebook, that was the original social media. Uh, you post a message on Facebook and then you wait for the likes. Now, let's say there's 50 likes. Well, Facebook timed them so 10 would show up. So you'd look at the screen, look at the screen, look at the screen, and then, whoop, there's 10. Makes you feel happy. There is a release of dopamine in your brain. Dopamine is the same hormone, same chemical that's released in your brain when you take a hit of uh, cocaine. Or when you are gambling, right? The reason people get addicted to gambling, same thing. The anticipation releases dopamine. The cocaine hit releases dopamine. Well, it turns out the likes you get on your stupid social media account releases dopamine. So what, what happens? You get addicted to the dopamine. So you look. Now, remember, there's 50 likes in the bank. They gave you 10. You don't know this, but there's another 40 they're holding back. And so you keep looking and you keep looking. I mean, people look hundreds of times a day. They've documented this. You look a second time, oh, you got 10 more. Look at that. Oh, I have 20 likes. Another shot of dopamine. You keep looking, you keep looking. And they're still holding back 30. Then you look and they release another 20. Now I have 40. Look at that. Oh, now, now your brain is swimming in dopamine. You just got three hits within, I don't know, 10 minutes. And so on. You get the idea. So they addict these kids, uh, teenagers, girls got hit hard. Their whole ego is caught up in how much acceptance they're going to get online. The likes, you know, you put a pretty selfie picture of yourself. You want to make sure that, first of all, the guys like it, and then all the other girls approve too. Man. And then you're hooked. And then here comes Mr. Creeper online who says, hey, that's a pretty picture you've got there, little girl. Why don't you take off your, uh, your skirt and send me a selfie? And they do. 
And now it's like, well, that looks really nice. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, put this on. I'm going to put this online for the whole world unless you send me money. That's what's been going on. And Zuckerberg knew it. And they've got the documents to prove it. Here is Josh Hawley going off on Zuckerberg. And he forces him to stand up, turn around, and apologize. Zuckerberg's audio is a little low because I guess he was talking away from the mic. But you'll get the idea here. So you didn't take any action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? He's apologizing here. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing the efforts. To, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your family has to suffer. See what he said? You know, why, this is Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim, you hide behind a liability shield, you can't be held accountable? Shouldn't and, and did you see what he said? But it was still, even after apologizing, which he didn't mean. Because they've been they've been hitting him with this charge for many many years. So he, he but he was embarrassed, right? He's he's on national television. He's got the senator staring at him. God knows what's in those bills to disrupt his company. He's got the parents standing behind them with these heartbreaking pictures of their of their children, who were either sexually abused or killed by Zuckerberg's activities. So yeah, he offers this mealy mouthed, weak voiced apology. Mister Tech Techno Nerd was cornered. You know his his two hundred billion dollars. Couldn't get out of this mess. But even in the end, it's like, this is why we're investing so much money in order to, so other families don't have to go through this. Invest so much money. Again, try posting so, uh, criticism about the vaccine in 2021. They, they would censor those posts so fast your head would spin. Here's Lindsey Graham going after Zuckerberg and also the TikTok and ex-CEOs. Gavin's son got online to Instagram and was tricked by a group in Nigeria that put up a young lady posing to be his girlfriend. And as things go at that stage in life, he gave her some photos, uh, compromising sexual photos. And it turned out that she was part of a, a extortion group in Nigeria they threaten the young man that if you don't give us money, we're going to expose these photos. He gave them money, but it wasn't enough. They kept threatening, and he killed himself. They threatened Mr. Guffey and a son. These are bastards by any known definition. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. They don't care. When you're a sociopath, you're actually missing. Uh, there, there's a little piece of your brain uh, that has your conscience and your ability to feel shame, your ability to feel remorse, to feel sorrow, 
to keep you from doing things like this. Zuckerberg, that little piece of his brain, and they've done they've done scans, brain scans, and they've identified sociopathic people uh, have uh, a malformed section of that brain. It's not shaped properly. It's too small or it's oddly uh, aligned. Something's wrong with it. And Zuckerberg has something wrong in his brain. So you could show him these terrible photos and give him all the lectures you want and force him into these humiliating apologies. His brain doesn't receive the message. He goes home tonight. He doesn't care. He'll never care. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did somebody declare this National Loneliness Day? In San Mateo County. 
Yeah, we're going to talk to Alex Stone about that coming up. But there's also a story uh, that uh, Joe Biden posted on on, on Twitter, uh, a, a little thing of, well, it was Elmo talking about loneliness. And Joe has a touching message about loneliness accompanying the Elmo photo. John, there are many people out there that, that are lonely. I know you're not. You have a lot of friends and family. But I want to be lonely. I know, but I, loneliness is lonely. I'm trying to get time alone, and I can't, <laughs> I can't find it. I'm going to go in there and spend some time with you in the next break. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, that's part of it. I don't even get peace during the commercial breaks. Well, there's a difference, right? You have a lot of activity and families swarming around you, right? But Swarm imagine if you never... Yes, Swarm is a good word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about this because apparently Biden, Elmo, and the San Mateo County is... I guess... I guess, but I don't know if it was one of those Facebook holidays, like National Loneliness Day. Um, all right. Uh, I have spent we have spent very little time on the presidential race for obvious reasons okay it's nine and a half freaking months away and i can't take hearing anybody talk about it uh, we all know what's happening i do from time to time want to give you an update so in case you're shutting out the world like i am on this matter uh, at least you can you you'll know what's coming because uh today and this is not the first time it's just the latest example a morning consult, which is a major polling uh, company, along with Bloomberg News, has released a poll of the seven swing states. Uh, the way the country is divided now, there's uh, a certain number of states you know that's in the bag for Biden, a certain number for Trump, and then there's seven that could go either way. All right, so there's 43 states you could ignore. There's seven you pay attention to. So they have state-by-state -state polling for those seven, because that's what matters. National poll numbers don't matter. Electoral votes matter. You get electoral votes by winning states. These are the seven states that are in play. Uh, let's start with uh, Arizona. Trump is ahead by three. Georgia, Trump plus eight. Michigan, Trump plus five. Nevada, Trump plus eight. North Carolina, Trump plus 10. And Wisconsin, no, Pennsylvania, Trump plus three, and Wisconsin, Trump plus five. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven there. But here's what's even more interesting. It is very likely that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to be in the race. And the story today is it's very possible he will be on the libertarian ticket. There's a libertarian party, and usually that party gets on nearly all the state ballots in the country. Because when you start out as an independent or you're connected to a very minor party. Uh, there's a lot of work to get on ballots. They they rigged the system to make it to make it difficult. It's time consuming, costs a lot of money. You got to get a lot of signatures in some states. It's it's a whole thing. But the Libertarian Party has always made sure they had access to nearly all the ballots. There might be a couple of exceptions. I don't care enough to look. And here's the interesting thing: Robert F. Kennedy Jr. gets enough support in all seven states to give Trump fairly big margins in nearly all of them. I'll give you an example. If, uh, if Robert F. Kennedy runs in North Carolina, Trump is at 45, Biden at 32. So Trump wins that state by 13. He wins Nevada by 12, Arizona by eight, 
And Georgia by seven, Michigan by six, Wisconsin by eight, and Pennsylvania by three. Kennedy gets anywhere between seven and 12% of the vote. And then there's two other minor candidates, Cornell West, who's a black professor, and Jill Stein, who's with the Green Party, and they get one to two points total. So Trump wins in a blowout if Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is on the ballot, if the election was held today, if Biden is still alive, and if Trump is not in prison. Or maybe if he is in prison. I don't, I don't know. If you hear anybody give you a prediction, they know what's going to happen. Or you hear any idiot give you a rah-rah while why their candidate's going to win. They're full of crap. They're idiots. There's no way to predict what's going to happen here. You just look at this particular readout here, and uh, we will see if Trump gets uh, convicted and, and if people change their mind. There's supposedly polling that says some people will never vote for him if he gets convicted of anything. I don't know. People say stuff, and then their actions uh, prove differently. So that's the uh, now going on to the because we're going to have Alex Stone on to talk about uh, San Mateo in uh, in just uh, in just a few minutes. And then it's I don't know. They're trying to fight loneliness. Here's the thing about Biden. Apparently, Sesame Street, Elmo, does Elmo post himself? I think he has people for that. Uh, does he have I, I don't remember. Does he have fingers? Can he post? No, no. Uh, he did a wellness check-in, that's what they're calling it, asking, how is everybody doing? And Biden jumped on the post, or is it somebody, I mean, uh, is Biden reading Twitter, or it's probably his staff, right? Because uh, probably Biden's on a machine late at night. Uh, oh, actually, John, he does have some fingers, I take it back. He does have fingers. Elmo does, yes. So theoretically, Elmo could post. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's he's a big deal, so I think he has his... He has people. He has people. He has other puppets. Yeah. <laughs> so here's how, what Biden did to follow up Elmo's post. Um, I know how, how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Oh, Biden didn't write that. We have to be there for each other. Offer our help to a neighbor in need. Have you seen my neighbors? I'm not going near that. Uh, and above all else, ask for help when we need it. Even though it's hard, you're never alone. Yeah, try going over to your neighbor's house and say, I'm alone. I need some help. They'll call the police. Well, it depends on how you say it. <laughs> okay. Hi, I need help. I'm lonely. They're going to pull out a gun on you. Uh, a lot of people read Elmo's post. It was seen an estimated 140 million times. And there's one news report says it underscores a growing mental health crisis across the United States. A national spike in anxiety and depression. With young people driving a rise in mental health spending. Here, You know what? Get off the freaking social media. Stop staring at a screen. Call your friends up. Go to a bar and get drunk. Laugh, have a good time. Stop staring at the freaking screen and comparing your looks to everybody else's looks. What if you don't have any friends and your only friends are your Facebook <laughs> friends? <laughs> Meta friends. Yeah, that, that's the problem. I guess that's the root of it, right? 
because everybody has these imaginary friends on Facebook who don't actually care about you because if they cared about you, they'd be over your house and you'd be watching a game together or having dinner or having a drink or going for a walk instead of sending stupid messages to each other. Um, it looks like there's uh, overdose deaths, depression, um, Samantha Martin is executive vice president with Sesame Workshop, and uh, she's surprised how deeply this particular question would resonate. This, so this is what our country is. Elmo posts a, uh, a how you doing, how you feeling message. 140 million people respond, and the lady who runs Sesame Street goes, well, just this just shows what life is like in America today. And Joe Biden is going, oh, we are so only. Go next door and meet your dad. What the hell happened to the world? When did this happen? Was I asleep for 25 years? What happened? You're so harsh. No, I and mean, this is crazy. We're a nation of weeders. I know it's hard to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Jeez. Well, some people are sad. You're just not one of them. No, I don't get sad. I'm annoyed when I'm sad. Okay, well there I, you go. I block it so you're out. Very, you're very lucky that you don't that you don't feel sadness because other people do. Oh, are you sad? No. Okay. But well, I have but but there have been times in my life that I've been sad. There are times when I just like anybody else, I, I'm a little depressed for whatever reason, but then I I snap out of it. Yeah. I just ignore it. I I I I'll get depressed or I just it's like I can't I can't stand the, the feeling of it. So I just you keep moving. So maybe that should be your slogan. Just you just shut up and keep moving. People wallow. That's what I'm saying. Don't wallow. It's normal to have those feelings. But everyone wallows in it. And they then they start talking about it. And then say they, they, there's a movement forming. It's just go go find something to do. Deborah Martin. <laughs> you are awful. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. Uh, Deborah Mark, now I'm going to be depressed because you said that. I'm going to be sad. And I'll be happy. <laughs> You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We are going to talk at two after 2 o'clock to Bob Clifford, Chicago attorney who is representing families from a Boeing uh, flight that crashed in Ethiopia a few years back. You remember? It was a Max 8 jet. They were really new at the time. And with there's there's so many Boeing problems with the Max jets and, and, and maybe others, and it's been going on for a while. There was a really comprehensive story in, uh, that CNN ran this week. And uh, <laughs> make your hair fall out if I read the whole thing on the air. But we'll hit some of the highlights, talk to Bob Clifford about it. We got Alex Stone. From ABC News, and uh, Alex is reporting on, well, we were just discussing some of this, San Mateo County, which is right next to San Francisco, is the first county in America to declare a public health emergency over loneliness. By coincidence, Alex, I was in San Mateo County over the weekend. Were you lonely? I, I immediately felt an emptiness inside me. <laughs> <laughs> we had to attend an event uh, you know, in San Francisco, we were staying in San Mateo County, and I just felt sad, empty. And you knew uh, immediately there was a, uh, yeah. a problem there. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, the surface—it almost sounds like a joke that they want to create a minister of loneliness and uh, the, uh, an emergency now. But what they are saying is it goes back to a lot of mental health stuff and the pandemic. That ever since the pandemic, there has been this 
worry in the medical community about people who are just not connected that you know maybe they were withdrawn before the pandemic that got amplified um, could be the elderly who don't get out a ton and get human interaction or younger people who might live alone and work from home maybe you work in an office but you go home to an empty house at night and then you're lonely and so almost half of uh, u.s adults say that they are lonely 45 percent big enough problem the u.s surgeon general has been talking about it a lot of Big names have been saying, hey, this is a mental health post-pandemic thing that we've got in the U.S. The Surgeon General saying this. This is a problem that has been building for decades in our country. Uh, COVID certainly worsened it. It poured fuel on the fire, but that fire was burning before. And there's scientific proof showing people who are lonely, who crave human interaction, but they're not getting it. They have higher levels of physical problems. They have more heart attacks. They have more dementia. They have more medical problems. They have anxiety. They have depression, mental health. So San Mateo County, they uh, they held this vote. It was unanimous and that they are deciding to declare a public health emergency over loneliness. What are they going to do about it? Well, they say they want to put money toward ways. One is toward mental health, but also toward ways to bring people together, whether it be community events or ways to, to try to get the community to come out and to interact and try to to recognize those who are having issues with this. This is one of the supervisors, David Canepa. He voted for it. He put it this way. People are feeling more lonely than ever. We have to take that seriously. And we have to we have to lean in. So he says they want to spend money. That they want to they're they're <laughs> urging the governor to create a minister of loneliness. No. Sounds like an no, Alanis no. Morissette I, song. That, wait a second. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Don't you think? I thought you were joking. There no. really is a minister of loneliness. No, that's what they want to create. They want the state to put money toward it. <laughs> The Minister of Loneliness to... I mean, couldn't they come up with a different term? I don't know. The Director of Loneliness? I don't know. You're, you're serious. Oh, 100%. They, 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 want to, they, they want this person to, to work on ways to get people to interact and those who are vulnerable to spend time with other humans. So they're telling Governor Newsom, as part of this emergency, they want to help raise money to create the Minister of Loneliness. And, and he had a bit. What we want to do is to build on that. But we can't build on it if we don't make the investments. And he says the investment is creating an office that, that deals with loneliness in the community and, and that they feel like they can bring people together. But So Newsom you know, I mean, went for this, huh? Well, no, we don't know yet what Newsom's going to do. He hasn't responded to it, but the uh-huh. county definitely went for it. That 100% they, uh, they voted unanimously for it. And they, they do say, though, look back at the pandemic. How often were we worried about our kids being out of school and ADHD and, and anxiety yeah. and all uh, other things? The kids have been forced to go back and to deal with it and to be around other kids. If you're a 35-year-old dude who's working from home and yeah, you don't ever have to go out, some people have just cocooned themselves in mm. and and that they've got mental health issues, they've got physical issues. Um, doctors have been saying that they've been seeing it more. This one for Andrea Zorbis, she's a doctor. She says she's seeing if it. If we're feeling depressed, we often have stomach aches or body pains, muscle aches. Um, headaches, migraines, I mean, you name it. And she says doctors are definitely seeing that, and that's a result of a lot of this. So, Do you, uh, do you think the, the people in Ukraine worry about all this stuff? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. They're, uh, they, they've been a little busy over the last couple <laughs> that's of what about a year Yeah, they're busy, you see. Yeah. When you're busy dodge, dodging missiles, you don't have time to feel Versus depressed. Versus staying at home and playing video games. Yeah, Japan and the U.K., they've been addressing some of this they've been doing things to try to get people together they say they see it post-pandemic as well but apparently a lot of people have just decided that they're not going out anymore and now mm. they're sitting at home and, and having right. mental health issues so we need a government program and spend you tax need a money. minister of loneliness <laughs> Wait a second. so the guy next door to me 
He doesn't come over my house and say, hey, you want to hang out and watch a game? Instead, he's miserable and lonely, probably staring at, at uh, weird porn on his computer. And my tax money has to go. Your and- tax money would be going to, to pull him out of his house. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's actually apps now that, that are platonic, and they're for this, to try to get so people can find others with, with interest. They're at well, Facebook groups. if they're platonic, no one's going to join. <laughs> That's the thing. All right, Alex, very good. You got it. Later, that John. is the funniest thing of the day. Alex Stone, the Minister of Loneliness. I think you should apply. I. <laughs> you know what, though, is I'm going to yell at him like I was yelling 10 minutes well, ago. Well, maybe that will... Uh, You'll turn your frown upside down kind oh. of a thing. <laughs> oh, you should be in charge of the slogans for the Minister of Loneliness. You'll be the Mistress of Loneliness. That's right. Which just sounds a little... Uh, Maybe I should apply. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we come back. Bob Clifford. This should be interesting. Bob Clifford is the attorney for a lot of the uh, families whose loved ones died in a Boeing crash uh, back in 2018. Remember the one in Ethiopia? Uh, that started the uh, last five years of Boeing uh, incidents, and uh, he, he I'm, you know, he probably has a lot of information on the investigation they've done and the discovery, because it seems every other day there's another Boeing story, and none of them are good, none of them are flattering. Now, Boeing ex-employees are talking, uh, and we'll delve into all that coming up next. Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey. You've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.